Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. This weekend on CBS, the NFL playoff gets serious. Four AFC squads still live, all with the eyes on the prize. We're talking about Super Bowl 55, and right now that road runs through Kansas City and Patrick Mahomey, my homie, with the Chiefs rolling into the playoffs as the conference's number one seed. Can the all-around Mr. Super Bowl MVP Patrick Mahomes and come to go back-to-back, or is someone else ready like my boy, Baker Mayfield, the Browns? Can they get it done? I doubt it. Will I put money on them? You bet your ass I will. Find out this weekend when the AFC Divisional Playoffs kick off on CBS. Traded football for some fight gear, then got punched right in the face. Woke up with a baby, puke all over the place But I keep the ground with T.Y.K. This is the best I've ever felt Started doing stand-up, there's a new hand I've been dealt So right before this makeup on my face begins to melt It's time to go below the belt Yeah! It's fight week! Woo! It is Monday morning, nine-ish. Nine-ish. We can go with that. It's nine-ish. Actually, 9.27. A little bit of a late start. Uh, what's happening, thickies, thick boys, thick girls, thick kids, thick grandpas, thick grandmas, thick dogs, thick side pieces? What is happening, y'all? I'm excited. It's fight week. It is finally here. How weird is the UFC when they take, what do we take, two weeks off? Felt like more, but yeah, probably two weeks. I said we, like I work for them. Uh, <laughs> they took, I don't know, two or three weeks off, mm-hmm. and everyone's like complaining and shit. Like, this is ridiculous. This is crazy. That's how powerful the UFC is, man. Take a little bit of time off, we're just missing. That's because they get put on 40 plus shows a year, so you're constantly getting content, constantly getting fights. You know, you constantly have something to talk about. When they go quiet for a little bit, you're like, what the hell, man? You're doing this wrong. But you don't realize how good we got it as a fight fan, as a sports fan right now. Bro, you got wild card weekend last week. You got freaking the divisional uh, round this week coming up. You got the freaking national championship tonight, Ohio State, Alabama. Go Buckeyes. Uh, I think they're plus eight. We'll see. I get some money on them. Um, and then you got freaking Max Holloway, Calvin Kadar this fucking Saturday on ABC. That's right. It's not my speech impediment. I'm telling you, it's on ABC, Big Boy Network. Is it, though? We'll get to that. Is it, though? Is being on ABC, bid? I'm sorry, is it 1997? Is it, though? Or do we want to kind of stay crushing it on ESPN Plus and ESPN and marketing towards the millennials, the 18 to 36 demo, who pays our bills. Beyond ABC, my dad's like, oh, y'all check it out. But other than that, it's, I guess, I guess we got Calvin Cater uh, jumping on the show today. Freaking the Winter Hill Gang leader. I don't know if they like that uh, I think it's reference. cartel, right? 
Are they the New England cartel? I call them the Winter Hill Gang. It's a reference to Whitey Bulger. That gang is, I don't think they're around anymore, but yeah, that is a dark reference. But I'm balls deep into uh, Whitey Bulger, so I'll keep making that reference till one of them tells me to stop. He might do it uh, from uh, Abu Dhabi today, so we'll see as he uh, calls in. But I love Calvin. He's fighting Max Holloway, who's also my boy. I love Max, two of the nicest guys in the business going at it. Main card, ABC. Uh, had a big week last week, kids. If you uh, saw my social media, did a food truck diary with Mike Tyson. That's right. Mike Tyson is on this week's food truck diary, and that drops Thursday. We usually drop them on Thursday. So we got Mike Tyson on food truck diary. He's the only guy that I don't say only. I do it for some other people, but he is one that we went to his operation, which isn't too far from me. He's kind of by the airport. Also, Ranch? Do we call him Mike Tyson? We call this Brent Schaub Ranch. This ain't no ranch. That's, I, it's not a ranch. I mean, it's good for Mark and I guess. But I was like, where the fuck is the ranch? This is an office building. Uh, not a ranch, but we'll roll with it. Um, it's interesting. I, I, I like Mike Tyson. I, I love Mike Tyson. He's crushing. He's found his lane. His hot boxing show's huge. You know, he has some of the biggest guests in the world on. He's kind of the, Kevin and I were talking about this before uh, we went on air. He's kind of like the uncle everybody has. He's the, he's the famous uncle now that got really into psychedelics. <laughs> he's your famous uncle who was the baddest man on the planet at one point and decided to get into psychedelics. And, you know, the thing of him dropping shrooms with Logan Paul went super viral. Here's a little insider secret. I think most people in the business know this by now. He does that every show. That's not like, uh, oh my God, Tyson's eating shrooms. Every single show, he's doing that. That's what he likes to do. God bless him. I don't judge him. It gets him to a different uh, place. And he's more calm, more friendly, more creative, more uh, talkative. So if that's what he wants to do, by no means am I here to judge him, man. Um, but it is a is it it is a different vibe, and I, I don't know how Showtime's gonna edit. He kept calling me the N word. He kept calling me the N word nonstop. And uh, uh, at one point, I look over to like his guy. I'm like, hey, is he so high? He thinks I'm black, or why? Why are we doing this? Why does he keep calling me the N word? And I don't know. They, they, we just powered through it. We had a pasta truck called Pasta Sister. Dude, that place is so good. <laughs> Pretty good. Oh, okay. Maybe I need, the truck, I, I need you to calm down. I, I went to the restaurant. I, I keep ordering for the restaurant. It's oh, awesome. do you? Yeah. yeah. It's good. Yeah, yeah. It's good. Need you to calm down. <laughs> All right, just a little bit. You got a 10? I'm excited. I'll give him an 8. All right. I'll give him an 8. I'll give him an 8. Uh, it's good. No doubt it's good. Tyson was not happy. There were sisters not working the truck. He, was, <laughs> he took it literal that there the were sisters. pasta sisters working the truck. Again, he's high out of his mind, mm -hmm. and he assumed that there's going to be sisters making our... Uh, Pasta and there was not. It's two Mexican dudes, and he was not happy at all with that. <laughs> this is funny. He had no fucking. He, so it's a pasta truck, right? It's a pasta truck, and his team goes. Brandon, Mike Tyson can't eat carbs, so he's gonna go with uh, salmon and broccoli. So we get there, and uh, Tyson's. Uh, what do you have? And I'm like, I'll probably have the, you know, the, the, their fuck famous pasta, which everyone, I usually go with whichever one they say is their best dish. Mm -hmm. I let them pick. Usually I'll get both because I'm fat. 
So he's like, yeah, man, I, you know, I don't fuck with carbs. I don't fuck with pasta. I'm like, yeah, no, yeah, no doubt, man. Yeah, good for you. Looking good. And then he goes, hey, can I get, and he goes, yeah, I don't, I don't touch carbs. I'm like, yeah, that's cool, man. And he goes, can I get salmon and mashed potatoes? <laughs> what? <laughs> so uh, that's Food Truck in a Nutshell with Mike Tyson. Uh -huh. And so he had mashed potatoes. Okay. And he was hype about it. When it came, he's like, oh, shit, y'all really make food. I thought this was just for TV. He went, nope, this is a real food truck show. We actually give food here. And then uh, I didn't know this about psychedelics, but I guess when you, I've never done them ever in my life. Uh, is DMT psychedelic? I think it is, yeah. I think okay, it is. so I have done them. Uh, rewind, re re I have done them, never done shrooms. So I guess when you're on shrooms that you, you don't want to eat food. Well, it's a problem when you're doing a, a food show because he didn't touch his food. He didn't even open it. Mm -hmm. But he's crunk about the mashed potatoes. And I didn't have the heart to tell him that those were carbs, <laughs> and I pretended they weren't. Because uh, he scared me, to be frank. He scared me. I kept calling him Sir, and uh, great guy. Fun episode. Fun episode. Fun episode. It's Again, it's, it's your uncle on psychedelics, and he kept uh, calling fighters hoes and their managers pimps. And uh, it was great. It was great. We got a, I don't know if the Showtime got this behind the scenes. Me and him were having a conversation off air. You know, obviously we're mic'd up, so who knows. But... Um, I don't want to say we got in an argument, but we definitely had a debate over Ryan Garcia Tank Davis. What well, he thinks Ryan has a Yeah, he thinks he you know, he he thinks Ryan not only has a chance, but thinks he's gonna win. Wow. And I told him he's out of his mind, which is probably bad to say to Mike Tyson when he's on shrooms. But then I was like, Yeah, if he came down, I forgot to take him down. So, you know, it that one did, did go through my head. And then mm -hmm. I think the the scenes out now where he has Ryan Garcia on the show. And he FaceTimes Tank Davis, and they get into it. <sighs> Listen, this comes from a guy who was in the middle of Jake Paul <clears throat> and Dylan Dennis uh, shenanigans. Mm -hmm. I find this a little cringy. I found it cringy. I found you know him in the tuxedo. Um, you know, it, it, I found it interesting. You know, call me crazy, man. I just if I'm Ryan Garcia's team, and De La Hoya has said this, but apparently he's like, all right, fuck it, whatever this kid wants to do. I just don't see the rush to fight Tank Davis. I just don't think he's at that level yet. You know, he did have uh, a good fight against Luke Campbell, who is, you know, gold medal winner in the Olympics and uh, tough as they come, but never wins the real big fights in that division. Fucking tough dude, man. You know, really tough dude. Went to decision with Lomachenko, which is nothing to, you know, frown upon. But, you know, he, he got dropped in the second round. You know, fundamentally, you wouldn't say he looked, you know, spot on. I just, I was like, oh, man. After that fight, I went, oh, man, hell yeah, passed the big test. Has some work to do. Probably still three to four fights away before he gets to a Tank Davis or a Lopez or something like that. But his team went, shut your fucking mouth, Shab. We're going for Tank. And he says in under two rounds. Okay, okay. Maybe maybe I'll eat crow here. Maybe I'll eat my words, and maybe when these guys say that, they know something I don't. You know, listen. If Jeff Gordon tells you how to drive a car, take notes. Michael Jordan says, "Hey, dude, on your jump shot, maybe try this out. I'm gonna try this out." When Mike Tyson goes, "Hey, in boxing, Ryan Davis can do this," or I'm sorry, Ryan Garcia can do this. You should probably listen. Mm. I just don't have it in me not to argue. I should have been a lawyer. I like to argue, and I do think Tank's the truth and the king of the division. Uh, it's, it's him or Lopez, man. Th those, those two are kind of the front leaders, and after that, you know, you got Haney, you got uh, Garcia, you got, you got these, these young lions there, but 
you know, it's, it's Tank and Lopez, man. Let's take a little break from the Fist of Cuffs because listen, fam, listen, kids. As we age, you can start to see it in your face, feel it in your bones. Look at my face. Look at my freaking face. I'm turning the Eskimo right before your eyes. It's the wind. It's the L.A. sun. I'm not looking great. There are creams that they claim can give you younger skin and energy shots that give you energy. Let's look deeper beneath the surface on how we can counteract the effects of aging. True Niagen helps us age better by supporting the energy generating engines that exist in our bodies, helping us restore youthful energy. Tiny repair enzymes work deep in your cells to help you recover from lifestyle routines like being on the front of a ship. That's what my face looks like. I look like I've been on the front of a cruise ship for weeks and the salt is ruining my face. Thank God a True Niagen that supports these enzymes. True Niagen is safely tested, backed by Nobel Prize winning scientists. Age smarter with True Niagen. Right now, you guys can save $20 on a three month supply by going to truenigen.com, entering the promo code BTB at checkout. Go to T R U N I A G E N.com, enter promo code BTB at checkout to save $20 off your first three month supply. TrueNigen.com, promo code BTB. Don't have a weathered face. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. These products is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Again, truenigen.com, promo code BTB. This episode of Below the Belt is brought to you by Fight Camp. Fight Camp brings the boxing gym right to your home with a mix of cardio condition for a full body workout. Have you ever wanted to learn how to box or kickbox from real fighters? Do you want to continue your martial arts journey from your crib? Do you want to continue to train like Bruce Lee in your undies out of your garage? You don't have to go to the gym anymore. You don't have to deal with masks. No way. Wake up. Work out. Fight camp. It's made for beginners to experience boxers. Whatever you want to do, you can box from your crib. And they release new content every week from easy to advanced, whatever you're trying to do. And here's the best thing about this. With Fight Camp, all the gear that you need to get this dope-ass workout done comes to your home. All right, includes a freestanding punching bag, boxing gloves, quick hand wraps, and their unique punching tracking sensors that show you real-time progress and stats on any device. All right, it's great for kids. Kids have fun with it. My kiddos do it. They beat the shit out of these bags. It wears them out for about an hour, then they recuperate, and then I'm on daddy patrol. Either way, it's an hour uh, to wear these little dudes out. All right, Fight Camp uses new tech that tracks each punch you throw. They measure the speed, the volume, the output. It's great. You can join the Fight Camp community. There's a bunch of people on there. All right, uh, Fight Camp offers financing so you can pay over 24 months and get your new gym right now and fight camp offers 30-day money-back guarantee just go to joinfightcamp.com slash b-e-l-t that's belt that's right give fight camp a freaking try with a 30 days if you don't love it which you will send it back get a full refund you got nothing to lose get in shape 2021 Fight Camp is the new way to work out at home, make a change, and join the community that teaches you the art of boxing while following the most intense workouts that are as quick as 15 minutes. Quick sweat, 15 minutes. You got 15 minutes? All right. To get free shipping on Fight Camp, just go to joinfightcamp.com slash belt, joinfightcamp.com slash B-E-L-T. And then speaking of Lopez, Mateo, Mateo, Mateo? Tio Fimo? Tio Fimo. Tia Fimo. Tia Fimo. T-O-T-O Fimo. Mm-hmm. Tio Fimo. I got right on the show. Yeah. 
In your face, Miss Famularo. She said a speech impediment in fourth grade. <laughs> in your fucking face, lady. Uh, Teofimo, uh, Teofimo mm-hmm. Lopez, who's currently the undisputed world champion. Um, I had him on the show, and that drops in two weeks, right? We do, we do a food truck uh, uh, twice a month, every other week. Had him on the show, and uh, he was an interesting one because his father is his head coach, and obviously they're very close. If you ever watch a Lopez fight, his father's in the corner. Super entertaining. It's like peanut butter and jelly. You know, uh, Lopez, uh, Teofimo will, he's not really a shit talker, but his dad will take that phone and go after it, man, or he'll get on the mic and, and kind of do this one-two combo. You know, so Teofimo was coming from Mike Tyson's ranch office. Let's call it what it is. He's coming from Mike Tyson's ranch office to here, right? He did like a, a, a double header that day, came there to here. Super grateful, love Lopez, and I know Lopez watches the show. Shout out to Lopez. So, but his dad smoked Mike Tyson's weed with Mike Tyson. So his dad comes here, and usually, you know, his dad's about on an eight scale, one to ten. He's about on an eight. This dude came in a ten, a hot ten. He came in a hot ten, super animated, super ready to go. Um, God bless him. I love the relationship him and his son have. But it, that that one when it airs, and I'll, I'll talk about it more the week that it airs. You're getting a heavy dose of his dad. You're getting a heavy dose of his dad. Listen, it's tough <clears throat> to to take over that show, especially when I'm at the helm there talking. His dad did it, and it, his dad did it, and there was you know it's two on one, and you know it's 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 the Lopez Papa show you know, with Brendan Schaub and his son. That's what it was. So he should probably do his own show. Um, it's fun though, really really fun. Boxing's crazy, man. Box. I looked at my team, uh, the producer and, and Lewis, and I went, hey, man, maybe, let's take a break on boxing. Boxing, you guys are nuts. Compared to MMA, UFC fighters, you guys are fucking nuts. You guys are nuts. When you think about it, when, when, since I've gone to this boxing world, you got, you got Logan Paul, that was a fun one. Then you got Jake Paul throwing shit at Dylan Dennis, that crazy, chaotic shit. I got Mike Tyson Tell me mashed potatoes aren't shrooms. I just, I, I'm sorry, oh, mashed potatoes aren't carbs. carbs. I just roll with it. I got fucking uh, Tio Fomo's dad taking over the show. You boxes are nuts, man. Nuts. You boxes are out of your goddamn mind. It's fun, though. That thing's never been more popping either. I think a little bit of credit goes to Mike Tyson doing his thing. A little bit of credit goes to Jake Paul and Logan Paul. And then you have a fucking heavy, heavy uh, pool of talent. With Haney, uh, Garcia, all these monsters. Lopez, you got this pool of talent. No one's even talking about heavyweight, which is rare. Usually, especially all last year, 2019, 2020, it was all about heavyweight. All about heavyweight. Dice in their little Earl Spence. Dice in their little Terrence Crawford, Charlo Brothers. Other than that, man, then you got Canelo when he fights. But it's been all, all about those lighter guys, man, the lightweights. Mm-hmm. It's heavy, 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 heavy. God bless them, man. God bless them. But I can't wait the, for the fight this weekend on ABC, y'all. ABC. Is it a good thing? I don't know. I don't, you know, with network TV and, you know, last time they are on, there was kind of a big deal. You had JDS Kane on Fox. And that was a, a you know, pretty uh, widely viewed uh, competition. But uh, I, don't, I don't know the state we're in now. I don't know. I don't know if they pull different numbers. It's a good fight to do. You know, Max Holloway, Calvin Cater. 
one thing you know that's probably not going to happen, you know, who knows? It's a fucking fight, but you're not going to get a whatever 47-second hit-behind-the-air knockout like JDS did to Kane. You're going to get a scrap. If you're looking for a scrap, this is a scrap. This one ain't going to be quick. You're going to get a real dog fight. It's a great fight to put on there for ABC. Great fight. It's more for older people, right? Network television? Yeah. So it's just more old, older. Think about it. They, got like, exposed they to got like Modern Family on there, yeah. Blackish, uh, Fresh Off the Boat. Uh-huh. I, don't, I don't watch it. I, NYP, I haven't seen anything. Is NYPD Blue still th- Law and Order? <laughs> I, don't, I don't fucking know. Yeah. All that bullshit. I don't watch any of that. I mean, you know. So like I said, my dad was like, oh, there's fights on this weekend? He doesn't know who they are. Mm-hmm. He's just like, oh, I'll tune into that. So maybe that's that's the demo they're they're going for. I don't know. Sometimes you said, you know, if people don't fuck with you, if that demo hasn't caught up to now, fuck them. I don't know why you keep going to them. I don't know why you keep going to them, man. You got that on Saturday. You got playoff games. You got on Saturday, Sunday, my brownies. Shout out to Cleveland. Shout out to Hilarities. And my boy Nick, the owner over there at Hilarities. Cleveland, you did it. You got a fucking franchise quarterback in Baker Mayfield. He can play. He can play. Want some money off that, which we'll get into in fighting the kids. I haven't lost to them. Sorry, bitches. In a long... I don't think I've ever <clears> lost <throat> a bet to those boys. They gave me points, too. They gave me eight points. Keep your fucking points. My squad, Browns, Bills. You know I ride with the Bills. Bills Mafia. I was on the Bills for four seconds. But once you're in there, you're in there, dude. I bleed blue and red. And we could go we, we, we go Super Bowl shopping, dog. Bills might do it, man. Bills might fucking do it. Sucks both of my teams are in the AFC, but whatever. I'd love to see the Browns versus Bills AFC championship game. That'd be so fun. Now, anybody beating the Chiefs? Whew, it'd be tough. Bills could do it. Other than that, I don't know. I hope the Browns do, but I don't know, man. I don't know. So you got that on Saturday. You got the UFC. And the U- that UFC card's pretty stacked, man. You know, especially for, you know, it's free. So, uh, Ponsonavio is back. He has, that dude hadn't fought in a hot fucking second. Yeah. Uh, before he had surgery, I think he had, uh, you know, staff and COVID and SARS and AIDS. He had a bunch of shit. Not AIDS, just not kidding. AIDS. He had a bunch of shit. He's been out for a hot second. Before that, he was on seven fight win streak. He's changed his nickname. Uh, his nickname was like super friendly. I forget what it was in, uh, Portuguese or, uh, what, what, he's not Port, He's not Brazilian. He is Argentina. Uh, Argentinian. And uh, yes, name's like the Argentinian Dagger now or some shit like that. Mm. It says Gente Boa. Yeah, he changed his name just though. recently. Yeah. John Anik was talking about it. He changed his name. But look at that dude. Before this break, so he, he destroyed Neil Magny in 2018, November 17th. Beat Mike Perry, decision. Beat Gunnar Nelson, Tlaib, Zach Cummings, Court McGee, uh, Stahl. Before that, he lost to Lorenz Larkin. You know, mm-hmm. dude was on a seven-fight win streak. Tough fucking customer, man. Tough as they come. They took him out of the rankings because he was inactive. You know how those, those rankings are insane. But uh, <clears throat> he's fighting your boy uh, Jing Lang? Yeah, my boy. Your boy. He's Chinese, though. Don't mm-hmm. get confused. He's not Korean. Nope. A lot of people confuse that. <laughs> By a lot of people, I mean me. Yeah. But he is. his name's Lee Jing Lang. Lee Jing Lang. I call him Jing Lang. Jing Lang. And uh, it's a good fight. Great fight. I think boy Jang Lang's in a little bit of trouble there. I think he gets knocked out. Uh, yeah, I kind of agree. Oh, you uh, do? I do. Even after the long layoff? Yeah. The co-main event, uh, again, these common, these commoners, these, these uh, 
I don't know what you'd call them. These older people are going to know these two gentlemen. They should. Carlos Condit, Matt Brown. Dude, they've been fighting forever. Forever. And I got the glasses on. Forever. Carlos Condit, Max Brown have been fighting forever. Shout out to Sandlot. If you don't get that reference, probably don't watch the show. Uh, Carlos Condit, Matt Brown. Fun fight. Both long in the tooth, man. Long. I think it's so funny. I was talking to some of my boys on a group uh, text about this fight. And I go, you know, Matt Brown will be 40. By the time he steps in that octagon, he'll be, he'll be 40. And they go, look at, look at Tom Brady, though. He's 40. Here's the problem with that, guys. So I didn't want to get into it on the text thread. Here's the problem. So Tom Brady, greatest of all time. Hands down, greatest quarterback of all time. Most athletic? Nope. Smartest, most winningest. Coach is perfect storm. Greatest to ever do it, right? Yeah, he's over 40. Yep, he's over 40, and he's balling. I think he's the, the oldest quarterback to ever uh, win a playoff game and throw a touchdown in the playoffs. All good. Listen, so Tom Brady uh, has a team. A te- he, Tom Brady makes more money in a single game than Matt Brown's made in his entire career. So Tom Brady has the resources and the access and the means financially to get a team together to preserve his body. So a 40, whatever he is, 43, how old's Tom Brady? A 43 or whatever <clears throat> the fuck he is? A 43-year-old Tom Brady is really like a 30-year-old Tom Brady. He has a team dedicated to his left fucking foot. Just He has a five doctors that they just focus on his foot. He has so much goddamn money. Anything that goes wrong, he has the means, he has the resources to get fixed and get better, and he's like fucking RoboCop, man. Max Brown or Matt Brown doesn't have that money, dude. So he's every bit of forty, dude. Every bit of forty. Is he, what's the odds on that? Is he a dog? Is Matt Brown a dog over Carlos Condit? Carlos Condit hasn't won a fight. If my if my memory served me right, Carlos Condit hasn't won a fight since two thousand fifteen. I'll check right now, but Carlos is favored. I like I like Matt Brown 16. in that. I, I I like Matt Brown against the cage, throwing elbows, getting nasty with it. Mm-hmm. That'd be my dog pick of the week. Whoa. Court McGee win October twenty twenty. Whoa. He beat Court McGee in uh, October twenty twenty. Oh wow. Yeah. So the last before that, that was a the long layoff twenty eighteen when he lost to Michael Chiesa. He's had a tough. Run, yeah, two hundred sixteen, two hundred. Yeah, his last. There you go, last win, Thiago Alves, two hundred fifteen. Besides that, Court McGee yeah. win, which flew under the radar. Before that, they tossed him some dogs: Robbie Lawler, Damian Maya, Neil Magny, Alex Oliveira, Michael Chiesa. They're all top guys, yeah. Top. I mean, look. I mean, God, he's fought the who's who. Yeah. God, Martin Kentman, That's the name I haven't said in a hot second. That's two hundred thirteen, man. And he rocked GSP. That's right. Mm-hmm. And he won his bet. Uh, I mean, I'm sorry. He won his belt. Didn't uh, it was like interim? Yeah. Didn't Woodley take went take the belt or was that? Oh, uh, Lawler. Lawler. Lawler took right. it. Yeah. That's a fun fight, and for the common fans, like, ooh, they don't know he's 40, and Carlos Condit has has won one fight in six years. They're just like, oh, there they are. Mm-hmm. So that's why they're the co-main event. Good fight, though. I like Matt Brown in that, Doug. So, and then you got Joaquin Buckley um, fighting a tough Italian cat. Joaquin Buckley, his last fight, if you remember, it was a tough fight for him, right? Because he has not by far the best knockout of the year, maybe the best knockout ever in UFC history. 
that spinning, uh, jumping, uh, spinning back kick. So then he fights um, a month later, almost exactly a month later, 10 days past that, so 40 days later, and he fights Jordan Wright, who is a tough fucking dude, tough, tough dude. And he could feel the pressure on Joaquin Buckley's shoulders that he felt like he had to get him out of there, get a big KO, get a big knockout, because just the way he was fighting, he was just trying to get him out of there right away, loading up on everything, really not fighting the way that he fought. Um, that won him that uh, knockout of the year. He's more calculating that, uh, more cerebral fighter, more controlled. He won that Jordan Wright fight with the pressure of trying to live up to that knockout that Kanye West made a song about and went the most viral knockout of all time. So I would expect we get a better Joaquin Buckley. Not that he didn't look good against Jordan Wright because Jordan Wright is a tough fucking kid. Uh, I actually picked Jordan Wright to win that fight. Um, but I do think we're going to get a more professional Joaquin Buckley. The pressure's not on his shoulders. He He's past that now. Um, I would be surprised if he gets a big knockout, but um, I would probably plan on that one going decision, but I, I do think Joaquin Buckley's going to win that fight. Again, I don't know if the, you know, that, that fight went viral. It was on ESPN's top 10, so some of the uh, older demo might see it, but that fight went viral on social media. That's what made that thing so big and, and so many views. So I don't I don't know if the common folks are gonna be familiar with him. Yeah, they're probably gonna play that clip over and over on ABC. Nonstop. Yeah. Nonstop. Mm-hmm. You ever see the controversy with him where he's like a cancer in the gym? Where he only wants to spar and he keeps like hurting people in sparring? I have heard that. I, why the fuck aren't him and homeboy fighting? Oh, James Krause. James Krause. His uh Buckley's coach doesn't want it to happen. That, that means something happened during training where probably Krauss beat the shit out of him. Mm. He's like, mm, not yet. <laughs> That's what's going on there. Oh, well, assume. they've never, uh, they've never like, sparred, right? He James just Krause came to his gym and trained? He wanted to fight uh, James Krauss's people in his gym. Like he, when, he called them out or something. So James Krauss did not like him. Interesting. And then Buckley's coach is the one that doesn't want Buckley to fight. I wonder why. Yes. I don't know. Good main card, though. Mm-hmm. Hallway. Uh, Cater, Fight of the Night written all over it. Great matchup. Not going to be a quick one. You're going to see some real, two of the s- most skilled featherweights go at it. Here, here's the other uh, thing about going to this fight with Max Holloway. I think some people think Max Holloway, maybe, you know, he's on the decline or something like that. Bro, Max Holloway against Volkanovski, he won one of those. Hands down, he got cheated. For sure. Those. You know, in that last fight, probably the best he's ever looked. So this isn't like a... Uh, the downfall of Max Holloway and Calvin Cater's getting like a, a weathered, over-the-hill Max Holloway. Dude, his last fight, probably the best he's ever looked. He looked fucking phenomenal. Dustin Poirier fight, listen, Dustin Poirier just too big for him. You know, Dustin Poirier would trade two to one, and, and just the power was the difference there. But remember, before that, he fought Brian Ortega, which Brian Ortega at the time, shot to T-City, you know, good friend of mine. But when Brian Ortega fought Max Holloway, that was kind of the one, you know, he, he beat the shot, Jose Aldo, and then, you know, then Max Holloway gets Brian Ortega. Brian Ortega, you know, looked phenomenal. He's n- the next big thing. Like, oh, good luck getting past, you know, here's Max, get past him. We're going title hunting. And it is. He got beat the fuck up. Y'all must have forgot, man. Max Holloway been doing this at a high level for a long, long fucking time. He's beat the who's who. Do you remember that during that time, too, before the Ortega fight, 
everyone thought something happened to Max Holloway, like his head, something was going on. Mm-hmm. And then we, we thought, oh, he's not going to be the same. He and he just now. destroys, yeah. And then he went and does some Pori fight. Not the best game plan to get in that phone booth fighting technique. He's probably learned from that. Then he fights Frankie Edgar, mm-hmm. right? Dominates Frankie Edgar. And then uh, he gets Volkanovski twice. I would have liked the rubber match. I don't want him to fight anybody else. I would like the rubber match and make just get that over with. Yeah. But if Max were to win that, then you're getting it fourth time. And you could be, you know, fifth time. And I would, again, I'm not mad at that. Those fights are fantastic. So for Max Holloway, there's a lot of pressure on him, but that's what he does. Mm-hmm. Where you get past Calvin Cater, which they've tried doing this before with Brian Ortega, that's this surging featherweight. Um, I actually think Calvin Cater matches up way better to Max Holloway than Brian Ortega. Calvin Cater's boxing and striking is much more crisper and much more um, precise than Brian Ortega. Brian Ortega, you know, grandmaster. And his striking's come along, but not to Calvin Cater's level. Calvin Cater has the best one-two in the game. That one-two lands, you know, he has real knockout power. Real, real knockout power. But, you know, he's 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 a very, you know, I, I, not, I don't want to say basic, but he br- really relies on, on his striking, man, on that boxing. When you're fighting a guy at Max Holloway's level, if he knows that your bread and butter is just boxing, it's tough to beat a guy like Max Holloway. And I would assume that's why Calvin Cater is the underdog. So we're going to talk to Calvin Cater. Listen, 2021 is coming in hot. We got all sorts of stuff happening in our culture right now. Maybe you're stressed out. Maybe you've been talking to your friend. You're not feeling better. Listen, if you want to make a change, stop talking to your friends about your problems. Start talking to real professional counselors. I'm talking about BetterHelp. BetterHelp. Help, H-E-L-P. If you don't know how to spell it, you have bigger problems. There's something interfering with your happiness. It's preventing you from achieving your goals, all right? BetterHelp will assess you with your needs and match you with your own licensed professional. You can start communicating under 48 hours. Not crisis line. It's not self-help, all right? It's professional counseling done securely online, all right? The service is available worldwide. Log in your account anytime. Send a message to your counselor. You get a timely, thoughtful response. Plus, you can schedule weekly videos and phone sessions, whatever you want to do. BetterHelp is committed to facilitating great therapeutic matches so they make it easy and free to change counselors if needed it's more affordable than traditional online counseling financial aid is also available better help wants you to start living a happier life today in fact listen there's so many people jumping on better help that they are recruiting additional counselors in all 50 states special offer for the below the belt listeners you get 10 percent off your first month at betterhelp.com slash shop that's betterhelp.com slash shop s-c-h-a-u-b we are also brought to you by the one, the only, the best supplements on the planet for years, probably seven, eight years now. I've been harping how great on it supplements are. Most of you have tried it. If you haven't, take it from your thick, healthy friend up here. I got a horse's heart. My heart is pumping, man. I'm healthy as shit. Don't look like it. I know I look thick, but inside I am a goddamn machine thanks to Onnit. Onnit.com slash Big Brown. 10% off whatever you need to accomplish your fitness goals. What do you need? Alpha brain, so you sound smarter. New mood, so you're in a better mood. What do you need? Total gut health. You got to look after your gut, earth-grown nutrients. You got protein powder. We got it all. If you're keto, we got keto stuff for you. We have it all. Joint oil, krill oil, everything. All right? We got everything. We got hemp protein powder, regular protein powder, great coffee. How about Black Rifle, my favorite coffee company, and on it collabed for a fuck yeah coffee. It's a dark roast. They have caffeinated crystals in it. It's extra caffeinated. It's fantastic. 
It's fantastic. You need fitness gear. You don't want to go to the gym. You don't want to wear a mask. You don't want to be an asshole outside anymore. Cool. Create a gym at your home, at your crib with uh, kettlebells. We got streaming fitness on demand workouts uh, on it in 30 minutes. Morning mo mobility. We have on it in 30 kettlebells. All right. We got it all. There's no reason why you can't get in shape for 2021. Let on it be your guide through the night to getting your ass to Shredville. You can be thick. You can be shredded. You can have it all this year. 2021 is your year. Let on it help. Onnit.com slash big brown. 10% off everything I just freaking told you about. Mr. ABC, the best one-two in the game. Calvin, what's going on, brother? Chilling, man. How you doing? I'm great, man. What uh, What time is it there? Um, I think 10 p.m. ish, something like that. It has to be weird, right? It has to be weird fighting Abu Dhabi, the other side of the goddamn planet, because the time change is different. Have you? Did you start switching up things training camp wise, like sleep wise, sleep uh, regiment wise, to get ready for it, or what, what are you doing? Weird's the new normal, though. Uh, you know, this past year, so I'm kind of used to it. Um, Abu Dhabi time, we're, we're, we've been staying on East Coast time, so uh, that's what my, my manager's got me on. But honestly, I don't even know what that means. I'm just, <laughs> I'm just going by the sleep just schedule going. you put on. Yeah, he's telling me go to bed around this time, wake up around this time. It's the same, uh, it's the same time frame as East Coast like we've been training. So um, a little different than the last time. I believe we had to wake up and, uh, and, and we were fighting at like 8 a.m. And now we'll be fighting at 3 a.m. time. Yeah, it's so interesting, man. And then the, you look, you're obviously cutting weight because the week of the fight. But it has to be a little different trying to cut weight in Abu Dhabi. Like, what's going on with the meal plans and stuff like that? Do you bring your own food out there? Are you relying on the the resort wherever you guys are at? Yeah, we're uh, working with Trifecta, taking care of the meals along with the resort staff. And uh, they were helpful. But um, last time we were out here, it was like 115 degrees. Now it's in like the 80s. So uh, last time all I had to do was really open the door and the window. And I was pretty much on weight. <laughs> And that, now you got to, yeah, if it's 80, that's not too bad. Yeah, I, I, what I find interesting with you is when you were on Food Truck Diary, uh, which was, you know, a few months ago, we were talking about, and your team was like, yeah, we're hoping we get Max Holloway. When you guys told me that, I'm like, maybe, you know, there's a chance you had that, that win over Dan uh, Ige, which was a great win. And I was hoping you get that Max Holloway fight, but goddamn, man, you guys did it. You got the, the, the big name in Max Holloway. Is this kind of what you, you saw for yourself? Because you go, you know, you beat Stevens with, with a great knockout. That elbow was ridiculous. Then you took the Dan Ige fight, which you kind of, you know, you're the bigger name. He's a tough guy. He's not a huge name, but anybody who knows the sport knows that's a tough fucking fight. So you did that, and maybe the UFC was like, all right, he did that for us. Here's freaking Max Holloway. Yeah, credit for him to taking it, but I think he just wanted to bounce back, and um, and we're looking for a big moment opportunity. So who better than Max Holloway, number one contender, number eight pound for pound fighter in the world? Yep. And what I find interesting in this fight is I don't know if you're hearing this, I don't know what your camp thinks, but it's not like you're getting a washed up Max Holloway. I, I think anyone who paints that narrative or thinks Max Holloway's maybe you know lost a step or he's long in the tooth or something like that. They just don't know the game. If you look at Max Holloway's last two fights, especially that last one, probably the best Max Holloway we've seen. I thought he won one of those two fights against Vol Volkanovski. So it's not like you're getting some damaged over the hill Max Holloway. You're getting a pretty, I would say, the best Max Holloway we've we've seen, man. 
Definitely. That's the way I see it. Every time I step in there, I, yeah. I, I, I plan on fighting the best version of my opponent. And, uh, and he's going to have the best version of myself when I step in there. So it's going to make for a great fight. ABC, uh, fans in the venue. It's going to be a historic event. I'm excited about it. Yeah, man. Mr. ABC. Who would have thought, dude? Who would have fucking... I mean, you, we talk about breakout fighters of the year, 2020. You had a big year, man. You had a huge year. You go from that to being the main event on ABC. Now, listen, it's not 2012 where, you know, network TV is what it is, but it's still, it's ABC. It's a big deal. So you have the 18 to 36 UFC demo who's going to watch it. And then even my dad was like, yeah, there's UFC fights this weekend. I was like, I know my boy Calvin's fighting. My dad's like, I'll definitely watch that. So it's a big opportunity for you, man. I was actually on that uh, undercard of the Kimball fight when they, when they aired then too. Uh, oh, I love it. Yeah, now, now now we got this one. But I, I think it's funny how that works, man. I think that's how opportunities work. Like, you don't know that you're fighting on ABC until you take that Max Holloway fight. And, mm -hmm. you know, opportunities a lot of times work that way. You know, you don't get to B unless you did A. And uh, that's just taking every opportunity in front of you and making the most of it, right? Yeah, I think you, uh, you know, and your team can only fly under the radar for so long. You know, I think the hardcores, are, we're familiar with it. And now you guys are starting to get you know pretty big man you know you look at rob font's last fight who i know you're close with he looked phenomenal i won money off him by the way your team's kind of you know you guys are you're creating some buzz man is it weird like you know fighting on abc's i don't care who you are man it's a big fucking deal so are you are you starting to get more recognition you know around boston and stuff like that well i mean back home man we got a curfew 9 30 p.m so it's like yeah. we don't really go out as much you know, night, nightlife's dead. You can't really go out and yeah. do anything. Plus, even just for risk of my, like, you know, maybe Rob's in camp and, uh, and and say my dumb ass somehow got COVID by, you know, not being the smartest. Now I can put him and, and uh, you know, his next opportunity at risk. So it's been tough this year. We've all been, you know, keeping tight-knit, not really getting out there at all. And uh, it's been nice because we've been really doubling down on the work and on everything that got us here. So. Um, you know, to have this all happen where we have to dial in, really focus, um, it's allowed us to, to really just kind of hunt down these goals and dreams that we've been, you know, uh, mapping out now for a decade and a half. Yeah, man. I'm, I'm so excited for you. I'm so excited for you, man. And I think, uh, you know, you win this one, there's, there's nowhere to go but a title shot when you, when you look at the lay of the land. Because, you know, for Max Holloway, if, if you know, I'm sure if I were to speak to him, it's he's like, yeah, I beat Calvin. I get that's all there is for me is title shot. It's this and then title shot. So I'd assume the same for you. Hey, that's the way I said it when uh, when I was on the show. I, I think if you want a shot at the, the champ, you got to go through Max, who a lot of people still consider him the champ. Um, you know, the the division was at a standstill, and uh, you know, except for Ortega and Zombie finally moving things around a bit. And mm -hmm. he, he was the only one that made sense. And, and I said that before I got the opportunity, but now that we have it, uh, you know, what other way to earn a title shot than taking out the number one contender? I agree, man. Big opportunity for ABC. It, as far as your team out there in uh, Abu Dhabi, is who, who's all out there with you? I got uh, my number one teammate, Rob Font. He's sleeping in the back right now. Kid's a, a beast sleeping. I don't know how the hell he does it <laughs> so much, but I got him. I got uh, Tyson Chartier, coach of the year. Get it up for T. And then uh, right. Jake Manini, my, my tie coach, uh, get my elbows, knees real sharp. And then uh, my brother, Jameson, he's out here, you know, supporting. We got the whole crew. I, it sounded like great on paper. You know, it sounds so you know, sexy. Come out, Fight Island, uh, you know, 
the whole event. And then yeah. he comes out with 17 hour flight, quarantine in Vegas, <laughs> quarantine here. You got a mile radius. You can't even go over the bridge. It's like, it sounds great, you know, and it's going to be amazing when you look back, but it's a lot of hurry up and waiting and, and a whole yeah, lot man. Of, set two and a half weeks for 25 minutes, you know? I know, dude. It's just the the world's different now, man. Yeah, me and your brother were the ones that really went ham on those uh, lobster rolls. <laughs> me and him are both thick boys. Let's call it what it is. Your brother's a big dude. I'm a big yep. dude. Yep. Yeah, and we, we went boys, nuts on those lobsters. Yeah, yeah, a couple of thick <laughs> boys, man. Do you, uh, do you feel any added pressure that it's on ABC and then now... I, I assume a lot of people know this, but you guys are going to have fans. You have a few thousand fans as well. So um, it's just a, a different climate. ABC, Abu Dhabi, locked down to the gills, cut weight in Abu Dhabi, your squad's there. And then now for the first time in you know quite some time, you got fans there as well. Do you feel any added pressure with that stuff or it doesn't really get to you? I mean, it's it's great. It's It's actually... Uh, like I was saying, it's it's uh, the same risk, right? Every time I step in, there's same risk. Now there's just more eyes on it, more chance to become a household name, more reward on the back end. So that's yeah. the only thing that changes. As far as pressure, you know, the more pressure you get, it, it, it's, you know, usually good things happen. Uh, you know, pressure's a privilege. And uh, you know, the only pressure I really put on myself is internally. That, that, that external pressure, I can't control that. And understanding yeah. that allowed me to really focus on what I can control and, uh, you know, you can dial that that temperature like a gauge, uh, you know, when you realize that you're in control of it. So I try to get that fine tuned line of pressure where I'm, I'm not going in there flat, but I'm not over the top either. I'm just at a right, you know, feeling good going in there. And uh, yeah, come fight night, I'll be ready to go. But I'm excited about the fans more so I take them in after the fight. It's going to be pretty nostalgic hearing them on the walkout. But um, after the big Jeremy Stevens elbow, there's nothing I would have loved more than to hear that crowd just erupt. And, and I had to do it through a bunch of videos, which is really cool. Yep. You know, everyone's celebrating the fight, but there's nothing like that post-fight energy. And that's really what, what kept me going in my early days fighting, hearing the crowd chanting my name and then the big erupt. Like, that feeling's unbelievable. Yeah, you're, so you're, there's a lot of fighters who, you know, I, I would say Justin Gaethje's a guy who, if the crowd's around, he fights better. There's a few fighters that... They feed, I'd say Connor's that guy, they feed off that energy of a crowd. And then some guys do so much better without the crowd, guys and gals. And the UFC is interesting because, you know, this probably isn't a popular take, but I almost prefer it without the crowd, without the knuckleheads yelling, rip his head off, or, you know, I could do that, or whatever the bullshit they're saying. But the UFC is the one sport to me, it's almost gotten better without the crowd. You know, so you're you're a guy that prefers the crowd, though. You 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 feed off that. I like it after the fight. After the fight, yeah. but it does nothing yeah. for me during the fight, for the most part. I mean, I, like I said, it could be a back alley. I, I'm I'm always ready, man. It doesn't. I don't need like I don't need anything to to get in there and do it. An octagon's an octagon, whether it's people around it or, or not, yeah. or, or if it's in Russia, it's in Boston, it's in Abu Dhabi. It's all the same shit, man. You can get lost in all that stuff on, on the exterior, you know, if, yeah. if, if you want to. But uh, I, it's good for what I'm more so excited about is just for the people having some sense of normalcy back, you know, live events, things like that. You know, it's, it's motivating yep. for everybody that hasn't been able to do things like that in a long time and trying to just get back to what was the old normal. Yep. We're headed that direction, man. I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to, this is my last question for you. Then I'll let you get back to staring at the wall in Abu Dhabi cutting weight. <laughs> <laughs> you, uh, you, got, you got, a, you got a prediction on the, the Connor McGregor, Dustin Poirier, uh, two fight next coming up here. 
all I'm saying is if Connor's prediction's correct, I, uh, I'm impressed. As he's saying 60 seconds. I mean, Ooh. I like the confidence, man. I don't know how you come across and, and be that confident with a guy like Dustin Poirier and say you're going to dust him in 60 seconds. But I, know. I mean, he pretty much did it last time, man. So, you know, if it doesn't happen in that first 60, it could be, it could be a longer night for him. You know, Poirier can come in strong later, but, um, yeah, I, I'm so focused on my fight, man. Yeah, forget those other fights. Even the championship fight, I'm not even focused on, like, for uh, Ortega and, and uh, Alex. Like, I, I haven't got there yet. You know, I take it day by day, and right now it's Max Holloway, and it's only, I think, Monday. And uh, I, I got the weight cut I'm focusing on right now, and then it'll become fight night. Yeah, well, God bless you, man. Well, get it done, brother. You know who I'm rooting for, and let's 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 get this win, man. Let's get your ass back to the states, and let's do a food truck and talk about who you're gonna fight in the title shot, brother. Yeah, I'm coming with Rob Font, my team, maybe Coach of the Year, uh, Tyson, and then definitely my brother will come clean out another one of the food trucks. I can't wait. Yeah, let's do it. And I won't I won't feed you lobster rolls again, man. That was uh, I fired. <laughs> the production staff who booked that <laughs> so yeah i say i like your whole staff man i like the whole vibe i can't wait to come out i like your whole setup uh, i'm looking forward to the next one well wish you best of luck brother and uh i i'm just i'm excited for you man good things happen to good people and it's kind of finally happened to you and your whole team and uh i'm rooting for you brother so so good luck good luck on saturday or when the hell it is out there <laughs> yeah tune in man it'll be some time but i'll make sure it's worth watching guys tune in and Appreciate everything. Yes, sir. Have fun, man. All right. Cheers. Thank you. There you have it, ladies and gentlemen. Calvin Cater, uh, one of my favorite people on the planet. I just love that guy's whole vibe. He's uh, he's cut from different cloth, man. He's he's what he's what the UFC and what high level athletes should be. He lets his talent speak for itself. He's not a shit talker. You know, you're not getting great sound bites for him. You know, going into the fight, he's just a hard nose boston dude who can fucking fight man straight up can straight up scrap him and his boys rob font their coach finally getting the recognition they deserve i couldn't be more excited more happy for 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 a guy like that you know the issue is he, he's not fighting a guy that i dislike i love max holloway one of my favorite fighters to ever do it so it's two nice guys going at it neither one of them talk shit their skills speak for themselves uh the winner of this i would assume gets a title shot um so i love max hallway too you know but uh calvin's my guy calvin's my guy I ride with calvin so you know big big fight for that guy big fight but best of luck to calvin cater and his whole team excited what's next for rob font um you know so we'll see man we'll get those boys on food truck him and rob together yeah his i love it man he, he has a similar dynamic to me you know when, when it, my brother's my road manager so on the road big jay shabs always with me when Cal's on the road, his brother's with him, his big bro. And his brother's way bigger. His brother's big boy. Me and his brother ate, I don't know, probably three or four uh, lobster rolls each. Big boy. So, yeah. But uh, best, of luck to, best of luck to Calvin, man. Really, really rooting for that, man. Mm-hmm. Winter Hill Gang doing its best work. Well, uh, also, shout out to... Uh, Tyson Chardy, their head coach, they won like a coach of the year for MMA Junkie. They do uh, MMA awards? Yeah. Like how do they do it? They always do like, um, usually on their social media, they'll just post every day like, oh, this one's our favorite this, it's our favorite that. So and is it fan driven or it's the MMA Junkie guys? I think it's the MMA Junkie guys. I like the MMA Junkie yeah, guys. They've been doing it for good. a hot second. MMA Junkie were the first guys where when I was on the Ultimate Fighter, I'd call in every week and give them a breakdown recap. Oh, sweet. That's, yeah. that's the very first big breakdown, a yeah. big brown breakdown? Yeah. 
That's dope. Every week I'd call and give him a little breakdown. Yeah, so like they'll do this. Comeback of the year, fighter of the year, robbery of the year. I'm not really into the, the awards. I know. Shit. I'm not, you know. Gym of the year, elevation, shout to elevation. And there you go. Coaches of the year. Tyson oh, there he is, Tyson. New England cartel. New England cartel. Dude, you guys are the winner hell gang. <laughs> yeah, his coach when he's here is like, man, I think we get Max Holloway next. In my head, I'm like, yeah, I hope you do, but I don't think so, Bubba. Dude. Max Holloway's coming off two razor sharp fucking decisions against the champ. Show enough. They knew what Show the fuck they're Tyson, talking about. He's a grinder, dude. Oh, yeah. Yeah. All right. What do you got, Jim? First one's very, very crazy. It's this UFC fighter, Erwin Rivera, charged with attempted murder of his sisters. Two sisters? Two sisters. Did I stand both of them? Something crazy happened. Yeah. So like in the past few days before this happened, this happened on Thursday. There's some Florida shit, oh, right? Dude. This is guy, it Florida? I don't think it's Florida. Uh, yeah. Palm Beach. <gasps> Palm Beach. But he's from Mexico originally. So... <laughs> 31 years. Yeah, I know, but Florida makes you, this the water, bro. It makes you weird shit. I was doing weird shit when I was out there. Uh, 31 year old was arrested in Palm Beach, shot to Palm Beach mm-hmm. County on Thursday and was charged with two counts of attempted murder. Uh, life over, though. Let you me, know? Yeah, so let me break it down a little bit. His sisters were freaking out about him because he's been acting really weird the last few days, like himself. He was not himself at all. Like CTE shit? I, that's the thing. I don't know if it's drugs or CTE. Probably a mix of everything. Yeah. So then they, so one of the sisters flew down immediately to check on him, stayed the night, and then while they were sleeping, he ran into the room and started stabbing all of them, like collapsed lung, like multiple stab wounds. They both made it. Thank God. Yeah, they're in the hospital recovering, and they're just hoping that everyone prays for him because they love him very much. They're they're not even feeling like you know. They're probably like we don't know. Like this is yeah. Our that brother. wasn't him. That was someone else. And then uh, I guess he told the cops that a higher power, a higher being, told him to do it. Yeah, dude. Yeah, obviously, some real mental health issues there. Yeah. It's weird. You know, I, I, what do they do with a guy like this? Obviously, he'll go to prison. You know, he'll get convicted. You got to serve. Yeah, needs him. help, dude. Like, you, you know, prison's supposed to be a rehabilitation center. It's not supposed, you know, obviously, it's, it holds real criminals. Obviously, this guy's stabbing his sisters. Can't have you on the street. But you got to get that guy mental help. Yes. Dude. First and foremost, well, first and foremost, you have to take him off the streets because this is kind of crazy. I uh, can't have one. Yeah. You and can't have me on the street. Sure, I can't have you fight in the UFC. No, that's no. over. It's uh, a long thing, but this is sister talking. Yeah, so this is just me and Kells are fine and well, so we just want to clear the air and let it be known that this is not about us. Mm, kind of is. Uh, we love our brother to the fullest, and anyone that knows us and our family knows exactly how much we all love and mean to each other knows just how close we are as a family is that her with the misspelling yeah okay it's on her facebook oh, okay maybe she's typing fast mm-hmm. or maybe she got oh yeah that too she's under <sighs> strict yeah guidance all right all we wish is for him to get professional mental help he so desperately needs this past weekend my brother hasn't been acting like himself not sleeping and talking like himself and completely just losing interest in training which you all know is what he loves lives to do this concerned me and uh, had to had me jump on, and had me jump yeah. mm-hmm. on the next airplane ASAP and go check up on him. Unfortunately, his mental stage was worse than we could have imagined. Before we could help him, he completely broke. This is not easy for me or my family, but I ask to please keep my brother in your prayers. Pray he can stabilize and come back uh, to us because something within the past twenty four hours his mentality has been completely corrupted. It's something I. Unrecognizable. Again, we love our brother and are hundred percent here to support him, trying to help he desperately needs. <sighs> so he stabbed. Who stopped him from killing them? 
I don't, it didn't say what, who stopped him. He probably just stopped at some point. Jesus. Maybe he thought, oh, oh then he told the cop afterwards, uh, I killed my sisters. So maybe he thought that he killed them by that point. Jesus Christ. Yeah, we can't have you on the streets. Dude. Yeah. He just definitely needs help. That's heartbreaking, man. Well, thank God the sisters are alive. Mm -hmm. His life is very, very lucky. over. Uh, we just need to get him some mental help. For sure. Uh, you talked about this earlier, Ryan Garcia on Hotboxing. So this is a very long video, but you want me to show you the Instagram one? Like yeah, show me the Instagram one, because we can play it, right? It's a Malco yeah. production. And insert video here, team. <laughs> Dropping M-bombs. <laughs> two rounds, baby, two rounds. Two rounds, you're going to sleep. Facts. Oh, don't worry. You can. Hey, yeah, uh, hit me with that shot. You're going to need a stairmaster, boy. Yes. If I would have hit him, you know I would have killed him after that. Hey, keyword. Oh. Keyword. Would have. If I. If. Can you next fight deal with this nigga, man? Talk to the world, Tank. Yeah. I'm going to fight him, too. <laughs> <laughs> I'm He's doing such the daddy move where it's on him, but he's doing this. Yeah, the yeah that clip going viral, a little cringy. Yeah, Ryan Garcia's get up. The, the, the bow tie was weird. That is the, interesting. The yeah, bow tie. You better go get my fucking side of broccoli. It's uh, <laughs> mashed potatoes. Yeah, so yeah, you better get mashed potatoes, dog. Yeah, I don't know. The whole what, thing was. Does strange. Ryan Garcia normally talk like that? Like sort of like, you know. He came in super humble, not talking like that at all. Yeah, he's kind of a humble guy, and then I don't know. It's, it's just such a weird tree to bark up to, man. I just, I don't see it. Maybe I'm off. I'm, I just don't see him beating Dank. But he can't be like, oh, I don't want to fight him, right? He has to show like he does want to fight him, even if he doesn't but really. But there's a difference being like, I'd fight that dude till this, <laughs> being a tuxedo and shouting, you know, two, ra two rounds. Mm. If someone's going to get finished, it's going to be him in two rounds. Like that's, I don't know, dude. I just don't see it. Could be completely off, but we'll see. We'll see. And Gervonta is actually very short. Yeah, Gervonta's like, what? All right. That easy money. Sign me up. <laughs> okay. Uh, this is this is kind of being blown out of proportion, but Dana White commented on one commenter, and I'll show you right here. So it goes. Oh, this guy goes, can't, this, <laughs> shout out to Israel.Gutian. Yep. Said, can't wait to pirate the fuck out of this. Thanks, Dana. I'm excited. <laughs> <laughs> then Dana put... And I can't wait to catch you. Got a surprise for you, motherfuckers, this year. Mm -hmm. You messing with Disney, dog. You messing with Disney and uh, pirating shit. A lot of people thought I was the one that got them shut down. I wish I had that power. I wish I was that powerful to get Link shut down like that. Uh, have I illegally streamed shit in my life? Of course. <laughs> Uh, especially the real shitty pay-per-views. Of course, I'm with you guys. Why would I want to get that shut down, baby? Come on, man. I wonder what Dana has for him. Yeah. Listen, you're messing with Disney. They got more money than fucking God. ESPN shit in the tank. But Disney has a ton of bankroll. So if they know that's stealing money from them, I'm sure they put some resources into it. So I did look into it in this uh, website, Torrent Freak. They were talking about what could he possibly do. Mm -hmm. So everything they've, they've done so far is they went after the actual people that host it, right? So if there's like a, a website, whatever, that has it, they'll go after them, but not all the people underneath them. Mm. And the ones that they did go after individually, like they said that they paid a fine or whatever, but then they'll come back and say, I didn't pay anything. Like it's that difficult to get these guys shut down. So Weird. the only way they could do it 
is this law just passed right now too? Protect protecting lawful streaming act into so, a felony. Yeah, so it'll make illegal Fuck. streaming into a felony. So that'll uh, probably scare more people. Scroll back in. Says UFC and organizations such as the NBA. Who's illegally streaming the NBA? Uh, the UFC and organizations such as the NBA have been begging for this type of legislation for years since it effectively closes the so-called streaming loophole. Wow. I tell you what, I told you, man, I had a buddy um, stream one at his gym. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. And dude. he was just like, I'll have it on in the background. Dude. That's they just shut having him play down, down, and you talk. He said ten ten thousand dollars yeah. fine. Mm -hmm. I heard about that. Yeah, restaurants, whatever. They have to like. They'll get pay. you. Yeah. Well, good for them, man. Did you ever go to those, like a Buffalo Wild Wings and stuff like that, and watch when it? When I was younger, when when I was like not fighting the UFC, I oh, would okay. never go now. Yeah, never. That'd be a fucking nightmare. <laughs> and they're not open. Listen, if it's yeah. the only thing open in LA, I'll go. You do it. Okay, here's the next one. Uh, rebooked. Kamar Usman and Gilbert Burns for February 13th. Love it. Mm -hmm. February 13th? February 13th. That's a good fight. UFC 258. And I looked fight. at the card. That's what it looks like so far. So you got, oh, you got Kamar Usman, Gilbert Burns is mm -hmm. the main event. You got Uriah Hall, Chris Weidman. That's actually a rematch, kids. They fought way early in their yeah. careers. And Chris Weidman beat the shit out of them. Um, different story now. Uriah Hall is kind of on a surge, kind of figuring the shit out. And then Chris Wyman's a lot older, but still a good fight. Uh, Kevin Gaslam, Gaslam Ian Heinish, that's yep. a great one. Rodolfo, Anthony Hernandez, that's a fun one. Pedro Munoz, Jimmy Rivera, great, great one. one. Uh, Lima Muhammad, that's a fun one. Yeah, He's so a good card, card, man. Fuck yeah. Viana's fighting, all right. Julian Marquez fighting, all right. Mm -hmm. It's a good card. Indeed. And uh, Alexa Grasso and Macy Barber. Sign me up. Good card. And that is that a pay-per-view? Yeah. It's a pay-per-view because it's a championship. Gilbert Bur I, I don't know how well it's going to do either because is Usman and Burns that much of a draw? I don't, I don't know. Mm -mm. Yeah. But, I mean, it's, it's a pretty stacked card. And then we also have, once again, Curtis Blades and Derek Lewis. As you know, Curtis Blades had COVID. So they're rebooking for a UFC fight night February 20th. Love that fight. Heavyweight division right now, nobody talking about it. They got to pray to God. They figure out Stipe, Francis. They figure out John. You got you to gotta fucking... that. We need the, the yeah. fight to life stakes with the heavyweight division, man. I read something where like Francis says, even till this day, there's no f official word on that fight. Dana said somewhere sometime in April maybe, but there's no official and Francis, word. You know, he's not young. No, he's, he's just, just sitting. Waiting. He's in a prime just sitting there. Yeah. Just such mismanage. Such mismanagement. Okay, this is a two-parter. Uh, Dana White said that he wanted Justin Gaethje versus Charles Oliveira, the Bronx. Love it. Right? He said, if everything goes right, that's the next fight for Justin and the Bronx. But then the Bronx's coach says that he deserves the, the title shot versus, you know, whoever wins between Poirier and McGregor. It's great. It's just not the way the world works. Mm -hmm. I, I love it. And I'm with you, man. I'd love to see him get a title shot. But Justin Gaethje is probably the next step. That's a great fight, too. Great fight. Yeah. Again, Bronx saying the same thing he said about Tony Ferguson. He goes, you guys just want watch me steamroll Justin Gaethje just to get a title shot? It's like, yeah, we do, dude. Yeah. That's exactly what we want. Because I, I don't think you're going to steamroll him. Mm -hmm. Want to wait for this? I honestly think he deserves to go straight for the belt. Uh, he's coming off eight Oops. wins. Facts. Yep. Beat Kevin Lee. Uh, dominated Ferguson. Ferguson is one of the best in the division. Won 12 straight before losing a title fight. So I think Charles is ready and has enough credibility to fight for the belt. I agree. Yeah. 
I mean, he definitely deserves a fight. For but with all due respect, Khabib ran over Gaethje. Uh, that must count in the lot. Not really. I believe Charles' next fight has to be for the belt against the winner of Poirier McGregor, not just Gaethje. But we know this fight between Poirier and McGregor involves a lot of things. We know that Poirier winning means one thing, that McGregor winning changes the whole scenario. I think there's a lot at stake in the fight. We absolutely want to renew the contract and book Charles' next fight, and God willing, it will be for the belt. The pos position is right now the amount of wins he has and what he's done in the last fight. I think he deserves an upgrade in his purse. Agree. It's more than deserving, not only for his position ranking, but also history. Most bonus, most finishes, most submissions. He might break two or three records in the ne his next fights. All that plus his win over Ferguson will be very important to renew his contract. Agree all with great that. Points. They should pay that dude. Yeah. Agree. Okay. You uh, know Max Holloway beat uh, Charles Oliveira. People, you almost have forgot. Yeah, almost forgot. <laughs> I mean, Charles Oliveira back then, nothing different. Near what he yeah, used to now do, he's yeah. really coming to his own. Yeah. He's a fucking monster. I'd love to see him versus Justin Gaethje. Mm -hmm. Hopefully, he gets paid, but I'd love to see him fight Justin Gaethje. I don't think he'll get a title shot next. I just don't. Just a bump and pay, and then Gaethje. Bump, pay, then... Gaethje, win that, then you get a title shot. There you go. You mentioned this with Calvin Cater. The Fight Island fights, all three of them, they're going to have a limited capacity amount of fans. They didn't know, they're not saying how much yet. But it holds up to like 18,000 people. I heard they're, they're having thousands. Thousands? So if it's half capacity and you're looking at eight to 9,000 fans. It'd be cool. I mean, I, I'm with you with hearing the punches and not having fans there, but it'd be cool to see fans as well. As long as we get back to normal. Fuck what yeah, I yeah, prefer. Yeah. Just get back to normal. I think it's so funny how football has fans now. Certain, you know, this has fans. Mm -hmm. Did COVID change? What changed? Oh, about COVID, too. I'll get to that in a now bit. Cuomo's like, hey, man, we need to open up shit. It's like, oh, do we? <laughs> what changed, Bubba? Dan Hooker, apparently when he fights, he has to quarantine or, or not go into New Zealand for a month, right? And then once he's in New Zealand, to another two-week quarantine. God, well, See, they have no cases yeah, out there. Yeah, which is insane, right? Yeah, they're shout, like out, back shout to out to New Zealand. Oh, they're fully <laughs> back to normal. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's a great yeah, place yeah. to be right now. Uh, this... Finally, uh, Aljamain Sterling and Piotr Jan. Because remember, Piotr Jan, before he said he had some personal reasons why he had to pull out did of the fight. Did we find out why? We did kind of find oh, out why. Oh, what is it? It was, I'll show you what, what Aljamain and him talked about right here. Uh, rumor was that you didn't have a place to train. Oh, um, uh, before I read this, Piotr Jan's with ATT now. Oh, okay. So he was trying to figure out like his camp. He also mentioned visa stuff. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. So uh, Aljamain put rumor out you didn't have a place to train. Is everything okay now? I mean, uh, I mean, I trained for Cordy, Corey Sandahagen in a one-car, two-car garage. I hope you're nice and cozy now in Florida, Mr. Mercy. And then Peter says, don't worry about me. Worry about your ass. I trained for a title fight in a garage. Nothing special about it. And then Aljamain said, just don't go fucking canceling again. That was some bullshit you pulled. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so Peter Jan was trying to find a team. Okay. That's what the delay was. And he found an ATT, which to me, with Peter Jan switching, stuff like that, if you're Al Jermaine's team, you kind of like it. So, okay. I mean, something he's not happy about, and he's worried about something. There's some hole in his game. Now, Al Jermaine's a dog. Al Jermaine's a dog against Peter Jan. I think Al Jermaine beats him. I'm going to put a lot of money on Al Jermaine to beat him. Bam. Uh, check out the card so far. Three title. So, you got, shots. oh, whew, this Dude. makes my dick hard. You got... <laughs> 
Uh, Jan Blakovich versus Israel Adesanya for Damn. the UFC Light Heavyweight Championship of the World. You got uh, Amanda Nunes, Megan Anderson. You got uh, Peter Jan, Aljamain Sterling. You got Rakic versus uh, Tiago Santos. You got um, Benavidez, Askarov, tough fight. Uh, Dominic Cruz, Casey Kenny, Jake Matthews. Um, Drew Dober has a tough fight. Oh, yeah, that's a Islam. tough one. God, that's a tough fight for Drew Dober. Uh, Tim Elliott, Jordan Espinoza. All right. The top ones are stacked. Yeah. Fucking that. So that main card's going to be Izzy. So big names Izzy, Amanda Nunez, Aljamain Sterling, and Thiago Santos. Take my money. Yeah. You're going to have five fights on the main card. Three of them are title shots. Fuck yes. Indeed. Great card. Best card of the year so far. Mm hmm. There's an update on... Reports that Zat Daddy versus Leon Edwards being targeted to headline UFC Fight Night March 27th. Just get it fucking done, dude. My poor, poor fucking Leon Edwards, man. <laughs> uh, your girl, an update on her as well. She's looking to return this summer. Love Tatiana Suarez. Mm -hmm. I still think she's going to hold UFC gold. She goes, yes, my team are thinking the summer. At first I thought spring, but I want to make sure my neck will make it through a camp before committing to a fight. Tried to spar, my neck hurt after a few rounds. Oh, but slowly, surely I'm reducing. Oof, that's tough. Yeah, it sounds like her neck is serious. Really jacked. Yeah. I'll be good to see you back. This was interesting for me. This is Dana White. Mm -hmm. I don't think. Uh, he's talking about Robert Whitaker. Okay, this is Dana saying, I don't think he's going to get a tough shot next. Have to fight somebody else first. Going to depend on what happens with Israel and Jan. He's the number one contender right now, too. For sure. Yeah. So I don't get why they fight him versus Paulo Costa. That's a dope one. Fuck yes. But then that's still not for the title. It's so stupid. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, what do you think about this? This is Dana White talking about the downside of open scoring in MMA. So he feels that if oh, someone's read up, this. okay, yeah. go for it. So Dana put, uh, if a guy knows that he's up two rounds and you're a professional fighter, you can absolutely stay away from a guy for an entire round and make a fight completely horrible. Guys do already, dude. Mm -hmm. uh, if you already know you've got two rounds in the bag, guaranteed if you saw your score up there, all you have to do is stay away from this guy in the next five minutes. That takes uh, makes for a lot of bad third rounds. I get that too, and there's also, I see both sides, but he also has a good point where he goes, the anticipation at the end of deciding who the winner is, yeah. like we'd be robbed of that experience. I agree. Yeah, that's true. Listen, it's the least of our concerns with judging is showing it, you know? You got you to improve on the judges, not not showing us what they're thinking each round. I th Don't you think they should do it? Just try it out for like, whatever, a couple cards? See how it, do it, see how it goes? I, 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 I'm with Dane. I like the anticipation of at the end, seeing what's going on, especially if it's a really close fight. Title fight, It too. takes that away, you know? Mm. All right. This is from... Because don't get it twisted. Again, you're talking about the exception. Like, those real shitty judging and those, like, what? Like, the, the, the fucking 10-8 rounds. Like, where the fuck they get that? That's kind of the... Like, we don't want to predicate everything on the exception, which media does in everything, politics, uh, you know, everything. We don't want that. Mm -hmm. We don't want to go towards that. That's a slippery road. All right. Well, it looks like nothing's going to change. Good. This is from Madness MMA. I didn't know this, but in just over one week, TJ Dolshaw will be able to compete once again in the UFC. Yeah. And we got him on food truck. Who do you think is favored for Michael Chandler and Dan Hooker? Hooker. 
So I thought Chandler for sure, but then this is the bet so far. So minus one forty three, too many clubs. Uh, plus one twenty, and then this guy Sandhu, MMA. He did a poll of his own. Sixty five percent of people think Hooker's gonna win, which is kind of insane to me. How about the comment? This guy, I don't want to say his name, but Chandler's one of the least liked guys in the UFC. What? Dude, he's never fought in the <laughs> UFC, Bubba. He's never been. And in people that. love him. Um, Chandler's fucking good. Also, a lot of the common fans don't know Chandler. You know, he's been the face of Bellator for a long time. He's yeah. beat some guys over there. Hooker's a fucking bad dude. Big for the division. Tough matchup for Chandler, no doubt. No doubt. Mm -hmm. um, check this one. I'll, I'll do this real quick, though. So your boy, Dean Thomas, I guess he bar biked across Florida to raise money and awareness for men with depression. Mm -hmm. So he's a... Well, let me just play this. What's up, y'all? I did it all the way from Titusville to Clearwater on my bike. It took me two days, a little longer than I wanted to, but I did it because my mind is strong. I refuse to give up. I refuse to quit. And I did it for all my people out there that are struggling, all the fellas, all my brothers out there that are struggling. If you're struggling, please get help. You're not weak if you get help. There's some sisters struggling out there too, man. Get help. Check out headsupguys.org. Signing out. 44 years old. Good for him, man. I loved in Thomas. Yeah. He's actually really funny too. Great dude. Okay, uh, let's go to... This might be the last one. So this is James Krause, the guy that we're talking about you know, with Walking Buckley. So James Krause said something on a podcast that was making fun of or did just not nice towards Diego Sanchez's coach. I mean, uh, which, if, if Diego's going to search out people talking shit about his coach, I know, dude. Uh, dude, good luck find someone like who's a huge fan. Yeah. The guy's a little bit of a strange dude. He is very, very strange. So Diego put, hello, James. You're a smart guy <laughs> while Matt's smart. In You're a smart guy while Matt's smart anyway. You talk bad on my mentor. When you don't know him, he's actually a really amazing human being. I don't want to get all heated and say, fuck you, so I won't go there. It's cool, bro. I know you. I know you don't know. I'm going to retire soon, probably May, 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 maybe April. Maybe I can just show you some of Joshua's methods in the octagon. If not, if it's not good timing, we should train. I'll teach you some new shit. Breathe in your blessings, Diego Sanchez. So it's like a very spiritual, sweet call-out type of deal, right? Yeah, I'd like that fight. And then James posted this afterwards. Why did James post the DMs, though? I don't know, dude. That's weird. Yeah. So that's what he wrote on this. First round, Diego Sanchez. Second round, Josh Fabia, who nobody knows or whatever. And third round, whoever else is at the circus. Okay. And then... Come get this work. <laughs> And then uh, Diego also posted this. So my last fight, my heart path has changed. It's time to heal, not hurt. One more nightmare to give. It's honestly in Dana White hands who I fight. I have no choice in it, nor do the, the matchmakers. matchmakers. So he just wants one more fight. I don't get where he says that he has no choice in it and neither do the matchmakers. I don't know what he means is, by that. Is, is that like chalking up to God? Maybe? I, don't, I don't know. I don't know. Or chalking up to his mentor? Oh, And then I saw this. Okay. That's it. 
Dude, I don't know what's going goes, on. How long before he murders someone? <laughs> it does have a Joker vibe, doesn't it? It's kind of interesting. Uh, I don't know what's happening with him. Legend, but, though. Yeah, 100%. Won't say a bad thing about the man. Legend. Yeah. James uh, Cruz fight would be fun. Kraus. Yeah. Now is the time. 60-second knockout. Here's what's alarming about when Conor McGregor says something like this. He said mm -hmm. this about Aldo, too. Like, it's... I wonder if you see that. something or what, but God, dog, if you were able to knock Dustin Poirier out in 60, 60 seconds. seconds, now you got to assume Dustin Poirier is going to make himself available but get knocked out in 60 seconds. Mm -hmm. Dustin Poirier is a real vet, man, real vet. And, you know, I know Dana's a, Dana White's a promoter, and he always talks people up, but he did say something where he knows Connor when he's really ready to go and when he's not he knows what he you know he can tell the difference and he said right now he's like at the best he's ever seen everyone their mama says connor's the best they've ever seen so it's gonna be interesting hell yeah if you're a connor fan you should be excited which i am mm -hmm. well you kind of talked about everything fights yeah. happening this saturday 12 p.m pacific time max hallway calvin cater uh two of the best featherweights in the world go at it on abc again on abc Home main event, Carlos Conant, Matt Brown, Ponsonibio, Jangalang, Jangalang, mm -hmm. Joaquin Buckley. Uh, great card, man. That, that, the prelims, you know, they're cool. First team all body, Tom Breezy. That fighter's name looks like, almost looks like Wuhan. Where? Right there, women's. When I first saw it, I was like, well, I mean, that is, right? Wu Yahan? Yeah, why Wu Yahan? Wu Yahan. There's just one more. <laughs> Val and the Woo Yahan. That's this Saturday, man. And you got uh, the fucking divisional playoff games. We're going to have a fun weekend. Uh -huh. Big J Shop coming to town. Uh, redid Find the Kids website. I will be in Texas with the crew and special guests. That is Texas, San Marcos, Texas. Uh, January 29th through January 30th. Two shows that Friday on the 29th. Two shows on the 30th. Uh, the big tables are all that is left at that event. Those are limited capacity, limited seating. It is a music venue. It's the first comedy show they've put on. It's going to be popping. We have special guests making appearance. It's going to be fucking fun, man. I can't wait. January 29th through the 30th. Once tickets are gone, we have no, I have no comps, nothing. So once they're gone, they're gone. Almost all shows are sold out. Go to tfatk.com for tickets, all right? And that's it, man. Thick Boy Gear. Go to thickboy.com. Thick Boy Smiley. Uh, hoodies, tees, sweats, hats, tie-dye, short-sleeve hoodies are dropping. Uh, the Thick Boy Bike Club trucker hats are there. Thick girl gear is there. Leggings, uh, tights. We got it all. Everything's restocked. Go get that Thick Boy gear, Thick Thickies, Thickums. Um, yeah, man, the Specialized collab drops this month as well. It's a big deal for your boy. Specialized is the biggest bike uh, company in the world and Thick Boy got noticed by him. So we're doing a collab with Specialized. That drops this month. I have more details on that. But all the new Thick Boy gear, go get it. Thickboy.com.